0: Hello world, it's a Monday, special edition, Christmas, 2024, I'm so glad you're here, call a friend, some special things I want to talk to you about today, well it's here, another year, Christmas, 2023, make the most of it, so big plans, you already have your gift giving and all of that, maybe last night. Ah, uh, We do it at the Patton household in the afternoon, Christmas Day. Family all gather together here, most of them. We're missing our son, Benjamin, of course, and, oh, sad for many people. Maybe you lost a loved one this year, or, or maybe this is the 10th year since they graduated to glory, whatever the case might be, my friend. Celebrate today, remember the birth of Jesus Christ, and have a great family time. Memories, aren't they? Something special? Sure they are. Thank you for being here today, and always, yeah, it's just, you don't want to take folks for granted. Sometimes we do, we just expect you to be here, but we're grateful every time you tune into this Christian radio station and listen to Hello World. We thank all of you that, uh, again, sent special gifts during the Christmas season to Greg Patton Ministries, Money is always needed for, well, most ministries, I don't care whether it's radio or your church or whatever parachurch organization you're a part of. Money makes things happen, my friend. Thank you very much for, again, all that you have done in 2023 for Greg Patton Ministries. Love your prayers. Well, we're not going to do the usual Hello World broadcast. I have a couple of things I want to share with you in the area of giving and the birth of Jesus Christ and Well, I get to do it one more time. Christmas. I remember all the way back to age 12. Placed second in the lighting contest in Roanoke, Indiana. I have always loved Christmas, and I guess it's because things quieted down a bit. I shared of my father's problem with alcohol. It was always a mess, but Christmas changed everything, and it was a fun time. Plus, all the gifts, you know how kids are, and I've always loved it. We got so busy this year writing our books, putting things together for Southwest Radio Church that, uh, got to be honest, it's all I could do just to put a tree there in the living room. But I can't forget Christmas 1973. That things really changed in my heart. God was impressing some things upon me, and I don't know, I was very emotional back in 1973. Invited the family down to Indianapolis, our Radio station just been number one, rock station number one in the country in Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, yes, it was fantastic. But something else was happening. My marriage wasn't working out, and things weren't as happy as I thought they were. Material, oh, going great materially. But uh, something was wrong. And then that kid, Kevin Mitchell, 16-year-old teenager, invited me to a Baptist church of all things. That was in 1973. Went to church there at Christmas time and invited back, of course, for the watch night service, New Year's Eve party at that independent Baptist church. And I had no idea what was happening. I just knew that things were stirring in my heart and soul. And boy, was it ever. God spoke to me on December 31st, 1973. And I heard the gospel clearly for the first time and understood that I was lost and held out and needed Jesus Christ. And I accepted him and went into 1974, a new creature in Christ, the greatest day of my life. And now Christmas has a totally different, as exciting as ever, but for different reasons. So I pray that you're saved today, that you've trusted Christ as Savior. And you too, look at Christmas a little bit differently than the world does. I pray that's so. So many things to consider. And of course, we have been blessed here with giving by folks just like you. And that's important. How important is Christian radio and the need for finances? Every month it's the same old song. But especially this time of year, I think we need to really look up. The heavens declare the glory of God. If we would care to look up. As children of God, we are heirs of God, and we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ today, and that should excite anyone. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are indeed the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together Romans chapter eight, sixteen and seventeen. Like the Syrophoenician women imply that we have the whole bread, the whole thing, not just some crumbs. We are, however, expected to diligently apply ourselves to the Word of God in order to gather that which He wants us to have. All may work the same field, but the more diligent they're going to reap, the greater benefits. So says the Word of God. Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if ye do these things, ye shall never fail, second Peter one ten, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that's in you with meekness and with fear, first peter three fifteen and therefore we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest any time we should let them slip, hebrews two one I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide the house, give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully, 1 Timothy 5.14, till I come and give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine, 1 Timothy 4.13. And don't you do it, don't neglect the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of hands by the presbytery, and in verse 15, meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. First Timothy 4, 14 and 15. You know, you and I have great opportunities to keep, well, every ministry going, from your local church to, well, ministries like Southwest Radio Church and the Watchman on the Wall radio broadcast. We need you. For so many years, we were in evangelism before starting our church back in 1988, of which we still pastor, by the way. God has been so good in using people here that we have been given vehicles, we have been given money. I remember having a lesson at our farmhouse there in Cherubusco when we were early in the ministry, and I'd pray with the kids, and we'd talk about a number of things, and I talked about giving. In fact, it was this time of year that I gave a message To my kids, about God can take care of us in every area. He won't meet the need. We just got to trust Him and depend upon God's people to supply the need. Oh, how exciting it was one day doing devotions with the family, and uh, we had a a great need. And I reminded all of us God is able, He owns the cattle in a thousand hills, and if He wanted to send a thousand dollars today, He could. What a lesson was coming! Well, I took my youngest son, Benjamin, we walked down the lane, they out the farmhouse out there in Busco, we walked down the lane to the mailbox and opened it up, and there was a an envelope with a name I did not recognize, and I was just teasing, my son just said, now what do you think is in there, Benjamin? And he said, a thousand dollars, reflecting back to the message he just heard, there's a thousand dollars in there, daddy. I said, that's good thinking, son. That's going to hold you in the days ahead. So we walked up, and I I let him open it, actually. And guess what? How much do you think was in that envelope from a person who had heard us preach in St. Louis, Missouri? A check for $1,000. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I said, Ben, tell me what else God is telling you. (laughs) Oh, when I reminisce like this, I i miss my Benny that we lost so tragically. Anyway, Ben was quite the guy, and he really trusted the Lord to take care of business when he was young. Amazing how trusting kids are, huh? Oh, yeah, he is good. He will take care of you. You remain faithful. You do what you're supposed to do, my friend, and God will take care of you just today. A great note from, well, a guy who's known us for, oh, 25, 30 years. He wrote to me, help us, Lord, to remember what this season is really all about. Get us past all of that glitter. Let our hearts search for more. You have blessed us so richly, more than we're worthy of. God, help us to remember what's important this time of year, and that's that's love. Pastor, I'm wishing you the light of faith, the warmth of a home, the love of family and friends, all the deepest joys. May they be yours this Christmas. And in there, a check for $1,000. God is so good. Do You know what happens oftentimes? We just count on others to take care of business for us. We're experiencing some of that in our own church We're not sure in some instances what the left hand is doing. The right is searching and doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Does this sound like your life or maybe your church or ministry? There's a story out there about four people. Their names are everybody and somebody, anybody, and then nobody. That's the four. There was an important job to be done, and everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job, and everybody thought that anybody could do it, but nobody realized that everybody wouldn't do it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. That's true in the area of giving. Oftentimes, we and I preach about this quite often, and it's in my new book, The Invisible War on the Saints, and let me get a, a plug in here and a quick message, InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com, but uh, we did some uh, counseling Friday night on a severely troubled young man. In fact, on the phone call, just screaming to get started, and, but God blessed and used it mildly. He got a copy of our book and had some questions. God uses things like that. Believe it or not, here is part of a centerpiece of demonic problems in our life. Our biggest problem oftentimes is we are just selfish. Even Christians, absolutely, we get selfish. We take care of number one, and then if there's anything left over, and those of you that have been so gracious in giving to your church and ministries and works like this one, this Christian radio station, have been blessed again and again and again with faithful giving. Where's my Bible? Life 101 is next. A big thank you to all of you who have given to Greg Patton Ministries in 2023, whether it's the widow's mite, maybe hey a dollar here, dollar there, a thousand here, 5000 there. Thank you for your giving to Greg Patton Ministries this year. And uh, it's just so important to have friends I love it on Facebook. Have you joined us yet? Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. If you have not, why not do it today, my friend? Lots of folks from throughout the air, a lot of Tennessee and Virginia folks with us in the radio program as well as on Facebook, and I love your company, love being your friend. Thanks to this Christian radio station, we would not be on the air without them. They say, hey, we want the show on. We want it here at this particular time, and again, that's a blessing. Drive time, it is fantastic to share with you news, information, and comment from a Christian perspective. So, a big thanks to all of you, wherever you may be. Well, let's talk a bit here about the birth of Jesus Christ. I was reading some things by Adrian Rogers the other day, and I was surprised to find out that once upon a time, he had opportunity to witness to muhammad ali yeah the great prize fighter he said he prayed much about it and god arranged it where they could be together in a small room late at night before one of his fights and they were talking about jesus christ muhammad ali he converted to the muslim faith how did adrian rogers ever get a chance to talk to him about jesus He said he had a prayer in his heart that this man might receive Christ as his personal Lord and Savior. He was studying the Islamic faith, and so we're talking back and forth, and he challenged me with this question. He said, you say, you say, sir, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God because he was born of a virgin. He didn't have an earthly father. And then he said to me, Adam didn't have a father or a mother. Would that make Adam more a son of God than Jesus Christ? I said, listen, champ, I want you to understand this. Jesus was not the Son of God because he was born of a virgin. He was born of a virgin because he was the Son of God. Touche. You see, Jesus did not have his start in Bethlehem. Oh, no. Jesus stepped out of the glory of heaven. As we've already said before, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. This is uh, Luke chapter 2. We're going to be talking a bit about the virgin birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I'm aware that the world laughs at the idea of a virgin birth. They always have, always will. They think of that as some sort of a primitive medieval superstition or something crazy. They laugh. They mock at the idea of a virgin birth. I can tell you, furthermore, the devil hates the idea of the virgin birth because it teaches both the humanity and the deity of his nemesis and our Savior, Jesus Christ. But worse than the mockery of this world and the hatred of Satan is the ignorance of so many people who call themselves Christians concerning this very area of the virgin birth. Many of them doubt it, some don't believe it at all, and others think that it's incidental. My friend, I want to tell you today in this brief message that you have no hope of salvation apart from that virgin birth. I want you to know that if you take away the virgin birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you have just destroyed the whole foundation of Christianity, and it will all collapse like a house of cards. Oh, no, it's not incidental. It's fundamental to our faith. couple of thoughts. First, I want you to think about the sacred mystery of his birth. Back to Luke, book of Luke, chapter 2. The angel has announced to Mary that she's going to be with child, and Mary is a virgin. She is espoused to a man named Joseph, but they've not come together in the act of marriage. The ceremony has not transpired. They are not living together as husband and wife, and yet the angel Gabriel says, Mary, you're going to have a baby. Now she asks a very pertinent question here beginning in verse thirty four. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? That's a good question. How in the world is this going to happen? This is a mystery to me. How shall this be, Seeing I know not a man? The word know not literally means that she's not had any sexual relations with a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee, underscore the power of the highest. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God, and behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, yet also conceived a son in her old age, and this is in the sixth month with her, who is called barren. For with God, underscore this now, folks, you might underscore this next phrase two or three times. That'd really be good. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Do you believe that? Can you say amen to that? Now, if you have difficulty with that, you're going to have difficulty with the virgin birth, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Now, we're talking about the mystery of the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. May I tell you that the virgin birth does not depend upon your understanding for its validation? You understand that. Is that okay? You don't have to understand it to validate its truth. There are a lot of things we don't understand in life today, right? We don't understand how a brown cow can eat green grass and give us white milk, and it later becomes yellow butter. We don't understand that. Most of us here don't even understand how a windshield wiper works. I can tell you hundreds of things. I don't know how they work. We just know that it works. I mean, it takes the water off the windshield, as an example, with that windshield wiper. But if you had to write a diagram and describe just exactly how that windshield wiper goes back and forth and sprays the water, there are many listening to this program right now who would uh, look a bit befuddled. Now we understand there might be somebody in the audience today. Yep, you get it. Folks, I'm telling you that there are a lot of things in life you do not understand, but we experience. The late, great Vance Havner. Oh, I loved him. When I was first saved, I read everything, and listened to him so many times. He said, I don't understand electricity, but I'm not going to sit around in the dark until I do. Isn't that good? So Mary asked a big question, a good question. How can this be? Saying, I know not a man. Now, there are some people who say it's not the idea of the virgin birth. Is that not a biological impossibility? Again, I want to tell you that it's not a biological impossibility if you let the angel answer the question. Is there anything too hard for God? Because what? With God, all things are possible. You know, you and I have some exciting things happen to us in our lifetime, and we can't wait to tell somebody. Tell your spouse, tell your kids, tell the neighbor, tell anybody. It's just that exciting. And here's the question. Should we feel that way about Jesus Christ? I mean, that you just want to tell people about Jesus Christ? Why the virgin birth? He came to earth that we might go to heaven. The whole purpose is wrapped up in the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ. You see, the Bible says, all we like sheep, we've gone astray. We've done it. We've ruined it. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him Jesus, the iniquity of us all. My friends, we got to come to grips with this, this Christmas time. You're a sinner. You know it. You know, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Do you know you're destined and doomed to eternity without Jesus Christ? If something is not done about that sin, I can tell you this today. There's one thing that God will not do, and that is he will not overlook your sin. Is this getting through? There you are. There's your sin. Here's Jesus, virgin birth, sinless son of God no taint in him, no sin in him, no blame on him. The Bible says, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Our sins put on Jesus Christ on the cross. The sinless one carried those sins all the way to the end. And in agony and blood, he died an awful death upon that cross to pay our sin debt. Because our sin is on Jesus, thank God, His righteousness is on us, too. That's great news. That's good news. Great news. And the Bible says it clearly, plainly, simply, sweetly, perfectly. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. You know, if I could do that for you, I would. I've loved this message ever since I got saved 44 years ago. And the 40 years I've been preaching and 30 years at this same church, I would do it for you. I would. God knows I've preached as best I know how. If I could do it better, I certainly would. God wants you to be saved today, my friend. Why should you die and go to hell when you have such a wonderful salvation waiting today? It's a big question. You've got to answer it. One word. Why? Well, certainly as tis the season. I shared on my Facebook page, many of you responded uh, with tears. There was a man who had to undergo some treatment in the hospital. As a result of that, he uh, had to give up his puppy dog. Those are sad stories. The nurse found out about that. That was helping him, working with him. And guess what she did? <laughs> she went and adopted this dog at the dog pound. Yes, yeah, she did. Now, why did she do that? So she could bring the dog in to see him. That is, I'm telling you, there's some really wonderful people. We talk about the new America and the flood of evil and all the bad things and bad people out there, but there really are some really good folks who love others and do great things for them, and I guess we're blessed to know some of those kinds of people. Tip of the hat to this nurse. And we can't forget a big tip of the hat and a thank you to all the police and doctors and nurses and all those people that will be working all day this Christmas. Thank you so much for your service. If you're new to the show, don't forget to join us on Facebook. Greg, G-R-E-G Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. What did we say last Christmas? You can check it out, whcbradio.org Follow the links or gregpatton.com. Told our church yesterday, maybe we should have a um, Christmas type song or carol every week celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, not just once a year, but uh, well, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. And that's the way it is. Monday, Christmas day, December the 25th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless you. Have a great day.